Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. Continue with the behaviours you have been exhibiting that are probably contributing to the drawdown itself or confront the problem and stop. And and see, that's the hard part with traders because they're a little bit like, in in some respects, like gamblers. They always think that the next one will be the one. Hi, I'm Caroline Stephen, and this is Talking Trading. Navy SEAL Commander Admiral William McRaven gave 10 tips for life and success in his New York Times best-selling book, Make Your Bed, which was based on his University of Texas commencement speech in 2014. Last week, Chris Tate and I discussed McRaven's points one to six as Chris applied them to trading the share market. And today we discuss point seven to ten on what it takes to be a Navy SEAL and the resilience needed. Louise Bedford today in Mind Power looks at the importance of a fresh start for your psychology. Here she is. I'd like to talk about fresh start psychology. You see, this is where when we think of a New Year's resolution or perhaps after our birthday, we are more inclined to set clearer goals and to stick with those goals to a greater extent. There was a study where a bank wanted to encourage savings plans for their clients. And they did an A-B study, which is where they split their clients randomly into two groups and they sent them out a piece of direct mail just that type of mail that you get in the letterbox and they measured the results very closely now this savings plan had some advantages if you did it by this date if you put this much money in then you'd get this result and this reward so they of course had the same type of rewards across the A and the B group so group A was sent something along the lines of just start this savings plan it'll be great group b was told it's your birthday it's a fresh start so start this savings plan because you've got a chance to really change things over the next year now knowing what you know about people which group stuck to their savings plan better and you'd be right group b the group of interest to us They perceived this as a fresh start. They felt that they could erase all of the savings difficulties they'd had in the past and start over. Now, how can we hijack that study and numerous other studies about fresh starts so that we can achieve our goals and stick at them for longer? Well, the first thing is work out what you really want. What is it? 
from a trading perspective that you are pursuing? Are you looking to learn that charting software that's been sitting lonely on your computer waiting for you to open it up? Are you looking to read those five trading books lying beside your bed? Are you looking to learn a new trading instrument and to be able to get that done with efficiency? Once you've worked out what you want, then consider fresh starting your own psychology. Pick a date. Pick a day. This is your fresh start. Reinforce it. Make sure that everybody in your immediate support group knows what you want to do. I want to start reading this book on this day so you build in some level of accountability. And if you don't have supporters, pop it in your Google Calendar. Don't share these goals with people who aren't going to support you. They're not the ones on your side. Use this fresh start psychology to drive strength into your goal and so that you can achieve in a way that you never thought possible. I've done it. I tried it. It works for me. So I'd love to hear if it works for you. Pick a goal, pick a date and use fresh start psychology so that you can achieve your trading dreams. Hi, my name is Brett Steenbarger, and my four rescue cats and I enjoy listening to Caroline on her podcast. And now here is the second half of Chris Tate on Admiral William McRaven's New York Times bestselling book, Make Your Bed. And we start with point seven, stand up to the bullies. Amongst other things, CT, Navy SEALs swim in shark-infested waters as part of their training, and McRaven talks about standing up to bullies. He shares a story of Saddam Hussein, the former president of Iraq. Having been captured by US forces, the SEALs commander opened a door to allow new Iraqi leaders into the room. But Saddam, he remained seated. There was no sign of remorse or submission from him, and the butcher of Baghdad simply smirked. The purpose of the meeting was to show that Saddam was no longer in charge, but it failed. The new leaders were clearly still terrified of Saddam. So the SEALs isolated Saddam. He was allowed no visitors and the guards were ordered not to talk to him. The message was clear. Saddam Hussein was no longer important and no one was to treat him as thus. McRaven says that bullies are all the same, whether they're in the schoolyard, the workplace, ruling a country through terror. They're like sharks. They sense the fear in the water. They'll circle to see if their prey is struggling. If you do not find the courage to stand your ground, they will strike. Hmm. That, that, that's just the way of the world, isn't it? That, that's, that's, that was my way of the world from going to an all-boys school to becoming a bouncer to becoming a trader. The world just consists of certain types and certain situations where you really just have to stand your ground. And the interesting thing about... Well, the thing I've always found interesting about standing your ground is simply when you do, it seems as if the problems that these people and situations generate evaporate. Can you give an example of this? I mean, you're six foot three. Yeah, look, that, that's, to be honest, that has always been somewhat of an advantage. As a teacher of one mine once said, 
it's a really good thing that they stuck a size 10 mouth and a size 10 body. And it's true. I, I never... I, 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 it's one of those things. I don't know whether people are born with it or what. I've never tolerated bullying. I just, I just don't like it. I'm, I'm one of these people who will cross the road to gob off at people I think are being a dickhead even now. And I must admit, one of the reasons I initially took up martial arts was because when you go to an all-boys school, there are bullies everywhere. I just want to go back to this thing that you said, that when you do stand your ground, it dissolves. It does, because the problem disappears. One of the things I find with people is that when they're confronted by a problem or an issue, the first thing they do is retreat. It's this belief that if you ignore the problem, it will go away. But no problem ever got better by being ignored. This is the issue that I see with people. For example, let's say their account's gone into drawdown. Mm. They won't confront the issue that you're in drawdown. They won't confront the issue that they might be responsible, that something they're doing is causing this problem. He just pretended it didn't exist. And, of course, when you pretend it doesn't exist, what happens? There's a thing called a ramp ceremony, a massive C-17 aircraft parked on the tarmac, ramp lowered, standing by to receive the remains of a fallen warrior. And it is unquestionably one of the most inspiring aspects of the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. And McRaven said it was America at its finest. At some point, we will all confront a dark moment in life, reach deep inside yourself and be your best. We, we come back to suck it up, princess. <laughs> just, again, you're, you're, I come back to that point I made earlier. You are always presented with a choice. The choice is collapse and fold or stand up. And what about if you're in deep drawdown and frustrated as anything? Again, you, you have a choice. Continue with the behaviours you have been exhibiting that are probably contributing to the drawdown itself or confront the problem and stop. And, and see, that's the hard part with traders because they're a little bit like, in, in some respects, like gamblers. They always think that the next one will be the one. Mm. And they don't actually understand that it, when you run into losses, there can be a variety of reasons for it. it can be something's wrong with the system. More often there's something wrong with you. Generally, it's if the system is well thought out and planned, you've simply run into a statistical cluster, which you should have been aware you were going to enter anyway. But it's that middle one where there is something wrong with you that people don't want to confront. During the war in Afghanistan, there was a helicopter crash which killed all 38 SEALs on board. John Kelly, who became... Trump's chief of staff at one stage, gave comfort to all the families who lost loved ones because John Kelly had lost a son in combat and he could empathise with what the families were going through. Well, you know exactly what the mentorees are going through and the process that they're going through to become profitable. You two give people hope. Well, there's nothing new. But then that, that's the thing. That there's, no, there's nothing new. Once you've seen it and done it, it is easy to understand what others are going through. 
150 students at the beginning of each SEAL training course. But in McRaven's, you're only 33 graduated after the six-month period. You can quit and ring the bell. You can not do the long runs, the long swims, but you probably will regret it for the rest of your life. McRaven knew he could ring the bell and not go through the pain of being a SEAL, but he knew that quitting wouldn't actually make things easier in his life. Once you take the first financial steps in trading, you don't want to quit. No, you don't. Because the, the, the thing is that, that the payoff is multifaceted. It's not only a financial payoff. It is a payoff in terms of the fact that you are now self-directed and it is that self-direction that people seek. Most people's lives are directed by others. You know what time you need to get up to catch the train or bus to work. You know what time you need to be at work. You know what time the first break is. You know what time lunch is. You know what time you really should leave without making it look bad. You know what time you'll get home. All those are driven by others. The moment you become a trader, you effectively become a surfer who doesn't surf. You are self-directed. Surfers decide whether they're going to surf today or not. And I think what what catches people is that they, they get caught in that transition in that they think that they'll be swapping one job for another when in actual fact they're swapping a job. And I, I don't like the word lifestyle, but they're actually swapping a job for a way of life or a way of being that they're not really quite prepared for and they're not quite prepared for that it's self-directed. But taking the steps to trade and getting the knowledge is really hard, but once you've got it, it's there. You don't go back. Look, and it's this, it's a paradox. I, I often ask whether it's harder now or harder when I started. When I started, there was no information, so you had to learn it yourself, so therefore it's more expensive. Nowadays, there's so much information that you're overwhelmed mm. And it still becomes expensive. It, 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 and, and people don't start because they get caught on the endorphin rush of doing program after program after program, thinking they're going to start. It, case in point, I've known people who've spent in excess of 130, 150 grand on courses. They've never bought a property, they've never bought a share. So, what makes you? And Louise Bedford, the best trading mentors in the country. I can, I'll probably speak for myself and my observations of Louise. I'm simply too stupid to stop. Mm. In the, my, my approach to things is you just keep going and you make certain that the people you drag along with you keep going. And it's also based upon a profound sense of reality in that I know what the markets can and can't do. The markets will not give you, as people on Twitter say, a thousand percent a month. The world does operate within a system of rules that represent reality. And if you've been around for any period of time and, you've in, and you are in any way observant of the markets or yourself, you'll notice that this reality constrains everybody. You will have very, 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 very good years in trading. And then you'll have years that you go, well, that was a bit ordinary. And you'll have years when you will lose money because that's how business works. And it is that sense of reality. Now, it's not the most popular message. Are you a Navy SEAL in a parallel life? 
I, I, I probably wouldn't come out and write a book about it. Would you like and, to be I, one? I, look, I, I've, I, my, my family has a family history of being British Royal Marines, mm. so there is a slightly different loyalty in that respect. And I, I find one of, one of the things, and I come back to this point again, that was refreshing about How to Make Your Bed, the commencement address, which everyone can look up on Google, it is simply that it, it lacked that bluster that it is so common, particularly in Americans, that, you know, big swinging dick nonsense that they go on with. And part of it was that because particularly the commencement address seemed to revolve around two points. One, compassion for yourself. Give yourself something you do during the day that you can tick off. But also the point he makes about affecting the lives of others, that if you affect the life of one person per day, the effect of that in a positive way, the effect of that is exponential and is carried forward for generations. Mm. And that's an unusual thing to hear coming from, you know, someone whose background is special forces. It's an unusual thing. And I think that's why it's got, had such currency with people. It, it's simple. It's practical. Low bluster. CT, thanks. No problems, Caroline. That's all for this week of Talking Trading. We are taking a break over the airways for the school holidays and we will be back with interviews starting the 21st of July. We have some good ones lined up, including one of my favourite guests of all time, Everest Mountaineer, Patrick Hollingworth. I'm Caroline Stephen. Take care. As always, if you like this show, please be sure to tell a friend. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcast and make sure you give us a big fat five-star review. You'll also notice that Talking Trading doesn't use sponsors and barely advertisers. This is because Chris Tate and Louise Bedford fund this show from tradinggame.com.au. If you'd like to get Louise's five-part free e-course, register at tradinggame.com.au. So until next week, happy trading. The views represented on Talking Training are generally nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regards to your own situation.